Hi, I'm Michaela Loach. And I'm Rebecca. And this is the Yikes Podcast. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Yikes Podcast. We are feeling very yikes. Yeah, and just for context, because, like, it matters. <laughs> um, yeah. It's currently the 4th of November. Um, Mm. It's like quarter past six UK time. Um, And the US election hasn't been decided yet. Um, But we're going to talk about like feelings around that, Mm. around like um, organising and the importance of organising. And it's in many ways, I almost think it's like better that we're doing this before the result is called to show the importance of organising no matter what the result is. Like, everything that we say in this episode will be relevant, whatever mm. the result is. 100%, yeah. Because people have been saying this. Even Biden, I think, at some point said it. Like, he is almost like, yeah, he's just like the lesser evil. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, like, there is no other option. Um, but that doesn't mean that regardless of the outcomes, we need to, yeah, as you said, organize 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 so Mm. and also like i hope that people listening to this will feel like i don't know your feelings your anger your frustration Mm. your pain your sorrow your grief is all like it's all relevant and it's all allowed and it's all important and like (sighs) I feel like, Joe. I feel like both of us can be quite hopeful on this or, or like we can mm. see, but it's also fine to feel like shit it is. and to feel fucking angry. Yeah. And like, yeah. I, we, I think we should be, on, like we're going to be honest in this episode with how we're feeling as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, maybe yeah. just as like, a, I guess like content warning around mm. like, um, I think I think we will give some, you know, obviously like things that we think going forward needs need to happen, but Mm-hmm. Um, if you're already in a, yeah, if you feel like you can't, you don't have the capacity to listen to this right now, then, you know, that is also obviously, yeah, you can always come back. Um, yeah, yeah, of But maybe it's, it's also yeah. a collective, like, there is power in collective anger and, po- mm. like, collective, or, like, seeing that other people, even, you know, people outside of the US, like, like, I don't know, I feel like my, like, our rage and our... D- all of these feelings for me is always a sign of humanity and mm. um, that I do not let these people, um, I guess, like make me into a person where I disregard the humanity of yeah. my, of, of other humans. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially like, maybe all of this might be a bit raw for some people some now and that's fine like you don't have to listen to all of our episodes if it's not mm. what you need right now and especially if you are a marginalized person um look after yourself um yeah. I, that's so essential and so important and yeah like a big part of um of us achieving our collective liberation at some point as as people together means we kind of we have to be there for the fight and we have to be mm. like able and have the capacity to fight and that means like that might mean taking a break sometimes and that might mean listening to your body sometimes and that might mean listening to your head sometimes and seeing where you're at and being like I'm if you're right close to like burning out and your body's telling you that you need to take a step back 
mm. and you are and you are someone who is also like marginalized and oppressed then like listen to that because we need you to be here in the For future the we need you to yeah. be here yeah i think that's it i think i mean we've briefly talked about it before where angela davis you know talks a lot around obviously self-care but particularly collective self-care and like i've been mm. thinking a lot and about radical like, self-care yeah exactly and like how i feel like especially in movement spaces we don't strategize enough for that um particularly when we think you know around like how can we hold space for different people and like obviously the election like is really hard hitting for so many of us but we're not all put, like probably hit the same way and so like mm. you know how do we then like how do different people hold space for different people at this you know at different times almost like so mm. like yeah like you said like especially like if like like especially like marginalized people like will need like are hit differently than mm. some you know than for example like a cis white man or also mm. like white women and um so like that means that like we like other people like even though we are hit in in some way by mm. by this election and there's obviously still despair and anger and all of these things that like we still need to carry other people and mm. be there for for those that don't have the capacity right now and mm. and collective care also means that then in a in a different times like other people can hold the space and that's exactly what mm. we need be, to be doing especially right now mm. i even feel like in this conversation there's um kind of a tr i always find it <laughs> okay I, I hope this will make sense but I find it sometimes difficult, even though I know like self-care and everything is important, to say the stuff because I'm worried that the people who already don't do anything are going to be like, okay, cool, I can rest even more. And I'm like, Same. yeah, do you know what I mean? Do you know what Same. I mean? Like, 100%. and that's what I find really difficult about like, because yeah, especially when I talk about like rest being resistance and I'm like, I'm worried that the, the people who this is not for <laughs> yeah. are going to be taking this as a word and be like, okay, I can just carry on doing fuck all. And it's yeah. like, actually... And I, and I don't know. I don't know how, like, how do we talk about this in a way that the mm. right people hear it and that the people who actually need to, like, start mobilizing, mobilize as well? Does that make, does that make sense? Yeah, 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 for sure. I guess it's, it's so hard because I completely feel the same way. But I also, mm. I guess we need to be um, looking at, like, the different forms of, you know, like, some people have been organizing maybe, like, since they're, super super young so mm. they have a different capacity around organizing like for them some of the stuff is just like so natural that mm -hmm. like the basics that other people like who's, who've never been organizing or being active that's like a big deal for them and i i feel like that's not to excuse you know like their behavior but still there needs to be a bit of space of like some people are completely new to this work mm. and so even like the most basic thing for me is a big thing for them. And mm -hmm. if if we can from the beginning on like have a like I guess a, a culture of like regeneration and care, then mm. I know that like their actually their capacity will like you know will increase and develop will increase yeah, yeah. actually like a lot a lot faster than mm. if they get burned out. It's in the like you know straight from the beginning because then also like you might actually have like oh, this is so exhausting all the time. Actually, I, I don't want to do this. And then you mm -hmm, disengage mm -hmm. them in the long run. But mm -hmm. I also, I'm also aware of like, just like people need to get off their asses 
Yes, people need to mobilize. Like we, like yeah. people need to join. We need to organize. Like the only answer now is organizing. The only mm. answer now is mass movements. Like that quote from AOC that I posted on Instagram from her live. Also, the transcript of that live, she spoke for forty-five minutes straight, like just off the cuff. And like reading through the transcript, I was like, she is a genius, like a full yeah, genius. She like is. the she fact is. that she can, like, I was anyway. I was just like mind blown. But the quote that I put on my Instagram was like, no one present is the answer. You are the answer. Mass movements are the answer. Yes. Millions of people are the answer. You are the answer. And and so I need you. We need you. And that is, that and is for you. Whoever's listening to this, this is for you. Yeah. We need you. And we need to organize because like whatever happens, whoever wins, like organizing cannot stop. It must continue. Like we have to mm. keep putting, like either side, We like I'm not going to say that they're, they're not, they weren't equally bad, but they're both bad choices. Yeah, and both of them will require us to put pressure on them, and so like whatever happens, we need to organise. Like we are the answer to mm. all of these problems. Like if we come together, if we move, if we put pressure on these people in power, then we can create this new world that we talk about. We can't just like we can't just rely on elections every four years to create change. Like we we've got to get up and make change yeah. ourselves. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I f- I feel like voting is. It's, it's like so often seen as this like like super radical like activist <laughs> thing where like guys like this is actually for many of us this is the easiest options of making our voices heard and mm-hmm. it, it shouldn't begin there and shouldn't stop there like it's just yes. one of the many things but and voting voting actually doesn't mean anything if you're not engaged in the mm. other other discourses of mm. you know party politics but also like for example in the the u.s like no one like many people don't know they have to vote for congress and all of these things mm. like or like in general like i mean what i often i don't know I, I tend to sometimes think of like all of these things of these like like structures as you know like a forest where like i guess like our like let's say like traditionally politics structure so like let's say the government mm. is more like the trees and then like this like us at, are like more like the like the ground and like and like looking at the numbers we are so many more and the trees couldn't exist if you didn't have all of the roots if you didn't have mm. like all of the little organisms that not only are like more in numbers but also more in strength and um like the like the trees if you don't feed them anything from the bottom up they just fall Mm. and like so i think we need to be really like now we we need to be looking at what are the structures that what are we feeding Mm. yeah and like what are the power structures that are supporting this incredibly toxic governance systems Mm. and how like how are we toppling those because clearly just like doing you know like I don't know whatever like the, whatever tactics we've been using, mm-hmm. it's not working. Yes, that is not working. And like what you're also what you're saying about voting, like like voting is not. Uh, Gloria Steinem said like voting is not is not the most we can do, but the least. Like it's yeah, the least that literally. we should be doing. Because also even voting as itself is a privilege. There are so it many is. people who are denied a vote. Even like if you think about who created these structures, why the electoral college exists and why it's upheld, Mm. it's because it helps the ruling class. (laughs) Like it helps white supremacists. So like we can't rely on it as the only like mode of change. We, we Mm. literally can't like, and what you were saying, like our tactics, like whatever our tactics we've been using, they obviously have not been working. Like this, like this race should not have been this close. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, like that's it's a slap in the face for so many people. It's a slap people. in the face. It's it's out like, but 
But then also to me, I actually haven't been surprised by any of this. Like I've not been surprised at all. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm just like a pessimist, but maybe I'm just like, I'm aware like of what yeah, was yeah, going yeah. on. But like, I'm not, I wasn't, I wasn't, so I wasn't like, up, I've not been upset because I've been surprised. I've been upset because I was like proven right about mm. how fucked up this world is. And like, I think that's it, yeah. Yeah. And I think that is like, that is still painful. And I think that like, that's one thing is I think people... I don't know, like, I've seen a lot of, like, also everyone's, like, obviously, like, sharing their opinions and everything. Like, Twitter and Instagram is, like, mm. full of stuff. Um, and I think that that can make it difficult. But it's, like, for me, being upset and being traumatised or whatever to see all these, like, genuine white supremacist, racist people say mm. say that they are white supremacists and racist with their full chest by voting for Donald Trump. Um, like, it, it, I wasn't upset because it's a surprise. I'm upset because, like, my worst fears are confirmed, like, and yeah. my reality is confirmed. And that's still traumatising. Um, and it shows, and, like, if people feel... It, yeah, if if someone like Donald Trump, who in the past people... And also, like, Boris Johnson, who in the past people would have thought they had no chance, can get mm. into power with, with like... And, and do everything fucking wrong and still come into power. Like, yeah. obviously, whatever tactics we're using are not working and we need to change them, like, radically and completely. Yeah. Um, and, like, I don't have the answers for that, but I feel like we need to have more conversations about that. And we, like, and our organising, like, has to increase so much more than, it, mm. like, than it's almost ever been before. Like, doesn't matter who wins. Like, we, I don't know, so much has been exposed yeah. and we can't ignore it and we can never go back to like i know back to what though by this point i'm like we've been living in this not to back to anything honestly like just Mm. going forward but i think i mean what you're saying is i think this also hit me so hard in december when we had our elections Mm. in the uk of like my worst fears are just being confirmed again and again and like i'm like i keep trying to think of like ways to not lose hope in people Mm. and because i'm just like but don't you see like how not only are you denying other humans their own humanity and you know their basic rights mm. on all levels but like you are you yourself are being harmed like i mean especially with covid at the moment like it mm. couldn't be clearer that their interest is not in you mm. how are you still how like how deep is the brainwashing and like how i just like I don't understand how much like hope they have in these systems that are continuously failing them. Mm. And like, it's because, but it's because like, so before this, we were recording this, we were talking about this though, like how um, it's because these people, like no one can, like there is no doubt about this. That these people are either consciously or sub- or subconsciously aware mm. that they benefit from white supremacy and oppression. They mm. are like, because if you look at who Trump's voters are in majority, they are like white people and um, 55% of white women in the white exit polls are shown. Honestly. Like, so, like, if you look at who is voting for him in the majority, yeah. like, these are people who are, like, consciously or subconsciously aware that Trump's oppression of other people benefits mm. them and they are not willing to lose these benefits. Like, yeah, this is yeah. what's difficult about, like, in our, in our, like, struggle for collective liberation, if we're constantly having to ask the people who are benefiting off the the oppression to start caring enough about our oppression and give up their privileges, nah. are we ever going to achieve collective liberation? No. Because why would these people want to give up their, their like, privileges yeah, and yeah. their benefits? And it's like... And, th- like, they might, like, spoon-fit you different changes, mm. but I think often it is to hide 
bigger changes actually for oppression. So like mm. even I think, yeah, and I think that's what we are having to grapple with of like what are the tools that are because the right and fascists and mm. white supremacists are so good at organizing. They're using tactics, you know, like Cambridge Analytica and like so many different ways where like yeah they don't they are not shy away to mm. to sh you know share their tactics amongst each other and like move in move in ways that they get their wills and i'm you know think like i don't know i i guess like still like my that's why i'm so that's why i'm so over i guess like political like we need to be engaging with party politics and mm. hold how hold our leaders accountable and stuff like that but it doesn't we can't rely on them and mm. we shouldn't have relied on them in the first place mm -hmm. and you know like we know that from like histo history like i mean like the leaders who want to do um harmful things they usually laid out full and clear like hitler mm -hmm. laid out all of the things that he wanted to do before mm -hmm. we always knew trump mm -hmm. laid out all of the things he wanted to do and he did them and he did them even worse but we knew mm -hmm. what what and we just I guess we were just like in disbelief of like, surely that can't happen. Well, it mm. did. And so like now are we ready? And the disbelief doesn't help. <laughs> like, exactly. Like exactly. disbelief helps no one. Even in your reaction, reaction to, the, to anyone's story, not you personally, it's more the, the collective you. The collective. But yeah. anyone's reaction, and I've even checked this with myself, like a reaction of disbelief actually genuinely helps no one. <laughs> like it doesn't, it no, doesn't it help doesn't. anyone. Like, especially like... Especially people who it have, only helps like, your privilege. Yeah, it just makes you feel better, and it makes you separate yeah. yourself from the people who have done the harm. Like, stop I doing that. I can't believe this. No, we can. Yeah, we and can. It's and there, we, and we, we have better proof. fucking believe it. Like, we have it on paper. It has been clear as day. To like, there's been no like. Yeah. You just, people have just been ignoring it, and it's like you're so right. The right are so the far right are so good at organizing, and they're yeah. so good at sharing tips between each other and like working together, yeah. and like we have to do so much better at that as yeah. in like we need to like organize so much better we need to yeah. stop we need to stop like gatekeeping we we're going to do a whole episode on this but we, we need to stop mm. like gatekeeping of ideas and and of concepts and of and of like strategies for liberation because like if we if we spend so much time infighting like look yeah. what's happening look what's happening while we spend so much time infighting it's like we're just wasting our energy and our time when like there's like there's a but there's another enemy there's a real enemy to be focusing on and there's mm. a real fight to be focusing on and it's just frustrating that yeah. like hope like hope keeps losing because we keep fighting people who are kind of like us rather yeah. than the people who like really are trying to fuck up the whole world <laughs> mm. it's just yeah I'm not very articulate today. Sorry, everyone. I'm I mean, just like, yeah, no, I am. Yeah. I mean, we, I think we're both running on very little sleep. Yeah. Um, for real. We've definitely shared our share of tears today and mm. screams <laughs> and rage. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think also in, in a way, like I, what I've been thinking a lot about today is just like, like a lot of us Europeans and like, I'm kind of used to living in a country where I can't vote for mm. the government that like i am directly like impacted on or like by um so like in some way it feels natural for me to look at the us and like feel really struck by it but i feel like yeah i've just been thinking i guess a lot about like 
the energy that so many of us in Europe are bringing to this election in the mm. US. Like these people, they can't even do their own freaking elections. This is what I, was, I actually wanted us to address this, like address both like one, why we're both talking about the US yeah. election with, and also two, like showing up for our own in general elections. People. Yeah. Pardon? And like also like showing up for our own freaking elections with the same yeah, yeah, energy. Yeah. Because like, so I think the reason that both of us and people in general are caring a lot about the US election is because sadly the US has like a huge monopoly on power, uh, mm. like of power over the rest of the world, which is ridiculous and stupid and it shouldn't exist, but it does exist. And we, so therefore like as much as people can be like, oh, why are we all looking at the US? It's because it does like with the climate crisis and everything, it does affect the rest of the world. It so does. let us, let us care about this and let us, and also I think like myself as like a black person, I also look to the US like, because there's also a lot of black people who are living in that mm. country as well, who will be oppressed by this. So that's something that's another reason I like, care about yeah this election as well because i know that it affects like my communities um i mean are people who are fraud- you know you know what i mean you know yeah, what I mean. yeah and so then like but then the other thing is though like that you're just like touching on is like can people especially pe- i'm talking in the uk just because i'm based in the uk but like especially people in the uk can you please bring the same energy that you've had for calling out donald trump yep. to calling out the fucking tories and calling out yeah also this is the most swears i've ever said in an episode <laughs> go on <laughs> but like allow me um allow it please um like bring the same energy because what annoys me so much and this probably annoys you too joe mm. is like the amount of um people who talk about politics or or even that talk about human rights or talk about or just the influencers or whatever online who in the December general election or climate people in the December general election I didn't hear them say nothing about like mm. an actual party yep like they would just be like ah oh, vote <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> yeah. I'm like literally kissing my teeth at them like oh mm. like and then now they're like, oh, like, and you know exactly that. I'm talking about very specific people here, but yep. like, yeah. And that now they'll be like, oh, vote, for, like, um, vote out Donald Trump because this is a climate election. I'm like, I didn't hear you condemning mm. the Tories. I've never heard you actually condemn the and Tories. And we all, yeah. And we know that mm. Boris Johnson and Donald Trump are basically cousins in a lot of, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Trump says, <laughs> Trump says frequently that he loves Boris. Like, yeah. Boris is the best man for the job. You, it, uh, I mean, and it just like shows that they, these people, them people, they want to like, they don't want to like, if they have no skin in the game, they're happy to yeah. like chat shit about other stuff. But when it's when it's actually like, when it might affect them, when it might affect their parents or their like friends who are Tories, like they're not going to mm. say anything. But when it's far, farther enough away from them and it's not going to impact them, they'll be like, oh my gosh, fuck Trump. Yeah, it's like, you I'm know, sorry, miss me with that. I mean, it's so because it's so easy. It is so easy for mm. us to to look at the US and condemn whatever is going on there. And we said this in the, like earlier in the season um, as well, when we were talking about Black Lives Matter and how many people are condemning what's going on or are, are saying, you know, like, it's going on in the US, we would never. And when, you know, and without addressing actually what's going on in the UK and the US. Uh, up, like they are benefiting of each other's injustices and toxic systems. Mm-hmm. Like what whatever Trump is doing allows Boris Johnson to also yes. move, move mad and the, mm-hmm. the other way around. And like, I guess why we are also looking at the US is like the normalization of fascism and oppression that is whatever is going on in the US affects the global community. Mm-hmm. And 
that is also why like for me it's so important to like look at the US and not only show up as like you know in solidarity for the people that mm. I know that personally but also not personally and just you know showing up of like we are watching and like because can we also address like how if you know if the fraud that's going on with the elections there right now if that happened mm. in a like traditionally seen as global south country our governments would be up in there and being mm. like this can't be it like we have to tell you how democratic voting works but mm-hmm. when we are in our own countries like like did you see that tweet where it was like if the u.s saw the u.s like it would be it would have invaded the u.s by now <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that made sense but like <laughs> but yeah like basically right like we are so easy to turn a blind eye to our own like own issues um mm. but all up in like other countries and being like judging whatever is going on and i feel like that is happening a lot with the uk mm-hmm. um Yeah, so I saw a tweet on Twitter, and there's those people tweeting this kind of stuff. Well, those people were genuinely tweeting this stuff on Twitter. But this tweet said, like, truly astounding, the number of British people giving it, come on, America, as if they didn't literally vote for Boris Johnson. And it's like, yeah, it's like all this kind of... this, I feel like people are using this to like feed into like British exceptionalism as if we're any different. And it's like, but we are not? What? (laughs) Like, 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 the amount of energy that we we need to put in to organize here is also huge. Like we have so much organizing to do here and nothing like talking about like having energy for elections and stuff. Like I know that I need to have more energy for elections all year round, like as in Mm. every and every year, not even if it's just an election year. Like both of us are talking about how we can't just leave it until an election year or a few months before an election to start like talking to people about politics, like people or like to start door knocking or to start doing like, to really like engage with people because that's not like we need to have longer term goals and longer term like actions and not just like oh shit like there's an election soon let's start doing something We've said like organize, 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 like over and over. Um, but like, what is organizing? What does that mean? Um, you might be like, what do you mean by that? I'm confused. I get people in my DM sometimes being like, you talk about organizing, but like, what is that? Um, and firstly, like in the nicest way possible, have you heard of Google? But. Um, <laughs> I knew but, you were going to say that. And I was like, <laughs> how is she going to frame it this year, this time? It's, what I love is like, my mum recently, my mum is, I hope she's okay with me saying this, but um, she's recently just stopped taking shit from people. So like, we oh, grew up in an that. area, I know I love it so much. We grew up in an area where like, we were like the only black people for a very long way around for, like my whole childhood. And she was like, like my mum is like fully Jamaican and she like moved here from Jamaica and everything so obviously experienced a load of shit from mm. like white people um and recently she was saying to me she was like my new line is just google it she was like <laughs> <laughs> yes she was like people ask me these stupid questions and I'm so tired of being their dictionary she was like google's mm. a great resource and she like she, she just constantly I've heard her say it as well so we'll ask a question she was go google it google it <laughs> 
Anyway, that's the energy that I'm channeling. Shout oh my gosh, out. I'm gonna make her some, um, you know, like the little cards that people like was their yes. contact. I'm just gonna make her some, which just like Google it. Yeah, I want I want <laughs> business cards that just say Google it. Google it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on. Um, uh, lol. Um, organizing is organizing. pretty much basic. Organizing. I was like, what was I even talking about? Um, organizing. Pretty much, it's just like getting together as people and strategically organizing yourselves <laughs> around an issue. Yeah. So like, for example, it could be, I don't know, it could be like... Um, Looking at food, be, for yes. example. Or, it, because... could, or it, could, it could be party politics up as well. There's so many things it could yeah, be. Yeah. It could be like mutual aid. It could be refugee rights things. It could be like... like like I mean, this campaign that I'm like working on that will hopefully come out soon with these really great young people who are suing the UK government. Like it could be like doing media strategy stuff. It could be like like hands-on helping your community. Like it's just ways of like putting pressure on a system pretty much. That's how it, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. And I would also say it's like looking at what is missing, lacking or going wrong in mm. your community at different scales. So whether that's like in your immediate community in an online community but also you know at like um national or global even level of communities and um offering solutions without relying on the traditional power structures or like Mm. government power structures so i mean obviously for example like marcus rashford i think is a really good example of like yes um where the uk government the absolute fuck shit around voting against giving people like giving kids food over the Christmas holidays who can't afford their own food. Um, Mm. That's the UK government. And then Marcus Rashford, like for example, on his Twitter being like, where in your communities can the kids get free food over the Christmas holidays and pinned all of the different locations across the UK. And like Mm. that, you know, like that's such a simple like way of organizing, but it will literally save some kids from starving. Mm. And, and yeah, and organizing is how we create a new world. Like yes. when we're organized, that's when we can do so much more. Like we're um Isra Hirsi, who's this amazing actor, she's the daughter of Ilhan Omar, who's one of the squad mm. and also the squad all got in, thank the Lord. Um yeah. and this is she, in the US. Like, yeah, in the US. We're like um, jumping she, between countries, but <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, we're jumping about so much. Um because Isra Hersey tweeted saying that like all the TikTok generation who do like anti-oppression or like stuff on TikTok, mm. they'd be so much more powerful if they organized. And then she did a video, which actually if people want to understand organizing a bit more, you can find it on her Instagram about like what is organizing and like how yeah. do you organize um, specific, specifically aimed at like Gen Z. Um, and in it, she talks about how like, yeah, like us as individuals talking about these things like online or educating people online can be great but when we do this together and when we like create strategy as well and when we like Mm. do it in different ways like in in other ways is not just through social media but also like through lobbying and also through like putting pressure in person like and also through all these different ways that's how we like have a a campaign and a strategy and that's how Mm. we like can really create more change mm. and that's why i think organizing is so pa- also what's so powerful about organizing is like anyone can be involved Literally. because there are roles for everyone like i always in interviews and stuff i always describe organizing or activism as like an event um like if you're running an event you do need some people who like are good at speaking maybe to like give mm. some speeches or or who are like just to MC the event um you might need some people who like are good at time management 
to like make sure people get yeah. things done on at the right time. You might need some people who literally their job is just to print off posters and then you're going to need the people who design the posters. Mm. And then you're also going to need probably people just to like be there to like emotionally support people and make people cups of tea. Like there yeah. are so many different roles and like people who can, who have financial like, I don't know, and, um, yeah advantages rather than like yeah. time or something yeah yeah like there are so many ways that people can be involved in organizing and it's mm. so hopeful because also if you look back through history it hasn't been as much Long as person. like the media and like history books whatever would like to depict it to you as the work of exceptional individuals um it's actually been the work of like a load of people with loads yes. of different skill sets coming together and working together mm. and creating change yeah and that is hopeful and that is wonderful and that's why we need to organize and i i really love that because it means that all of all of us have different skills different talents different you know things to offer and we need all of it and we like the more we learn that we as individuals can't do it all and the more we also like you know share our our resources with others it means that we build stronger movements and we build more resilient movements that act like you know that for example like where care is embedded in the movement and mm-hmm. where like taking care of each other's needs um is also embedded in it and mm-hmm. you know like whether like whether you're an artist and whether you or like whether you're a visionary or a caregiver like we all have so many different roles to play and like mm. like you know you can you can learn new skills through that but also you can use the skills you already have and for me like it's been like it's been such a beautiful mm. experience being in different movement spaces where you know sometimes you are more of like the organizing person sometimes like it's more important that you is like you're using for example like your body and just like presence and like following mm, the cause of others of, of exactly other like yeah, yeah. you know like you we never it, it's not a stagnant it's not a stagnant thing and like for me that's that's what makes it so exciting whereas mm. yeah and like also i guess it's like there are like the different levels like help for example like i found that like community organizing um like often is a lot more like short term um let's say like you see short-term results a lot easier because mm. you have immediate contact with someone in your community. Whereas mm. like party politics, like you said, like we don't have elections for a while, but still we need to be lobbying right now so that, you know, because only when when it's only election time, people are often quite tired of mm. getting all of that information. So if you can do it now, we start now and we have over, over like, you know, multiple years almost, um, the time to like show people that there are different ways and mm. um and even to like just work with that like out with that system because like yes. our system is like i don't want to say it's broken because it's not broken it works for the people who it's meant to work for so our system works for a certain group of people it doesn't work for everyone yeah like it's not a democracy we don't live in like <laughs> our yeah, electoral yeah. system like we do it's not like open or free or anything um and therefore i think we need to with awareness of that we need to look outside of that system and be like how can we create change outside of that as well mm. and that's why like there is so much va- that's why organizing has so much value um and yeah. if people want um people to if you want to feel i don't know more encouraged or inspired around this um george monbio did a video around like basically all of this and why organizing is important and why like mm. creating new systems is important and you can find it on his twitter he like retweeted it 
today so today's the fourth um and i also retweeted it on my account as well um and that i found to be really interesting but also really motivating in in also like working out how do we organize and what type of organizing should we be doing Mm. etc etc yeah i guess what's been really helpful for me is also looking at like his like historical like social movements and like how Mm. people organized and like like yeah or like people organizing now and like for example like looking at poland and looking at bolivia looking at chile like we Mm. there is so much to be learned outside of our own bubbles as well and you know like i guess in the uk especially like we tend to for example ask for permission to go on protests and like Mm -hmm. so like but there are different tactics and i i mean we in an earlier episode we also talked about like online organizing and like how you know corona now has like demanded of us to find so many different solutions of organizing online and mm-hmm. um so to, for, for me um one thing that's been like really helpful is like looking at other movements and learning from them mm-hmm. and another thing that's been really helpful for me also personally is um looking into like futurism and yeah. um like for example reading octavia e butler's work um which has been it's like dystopian futurism um and like listening to a podcast that's hosted by Toshi Regan and um, Adri Marie Brown, they, for example, like look a lot around. What's um, the podcast called? Octavia but- uh, Parables. Okay. Cool. So it's um, based on the book, but they asking a lot of questions all for mm-hmm. organizing. Both of them are huge, like social justice, like organizers. Um, and one question that really stuck with me was what are what is the relationship between your beliefs and your actions mm-hmm. like how much do you scream about social justice and how much are you working to implement it mm. and how much are you willing you know to actually put the actions you're talking about into place and that really stuck with me of like yeah i like we all i guess like we all need to really be considering now how we are moving towards collective liberation and how mm. do we connect and through like, that? Yeah, and also the like, what are we willing to sacrifice, and that we need to be willing to sacrifice mm. yeah. for collective liberation. Yeah, and like that shouldn't mean sacrificing. I feel like too often I see that like marginalized people sacrifice everything, and then yeah. those who have privilege sacrifice so little. Mm. And I'm tired of seeing that. Like yeah. marginalized people, you shouldn't have to lose yourself in the battle for your own freedom absolutely when it would only like when the cost for those with privilege is so much smaller Mm. like you deserve to be whole like throughout Mm -hmm. this all you deserve to like retain yourself um and like it's not much to ask for (laughs) like we're not asking for much like people make out it's such a big ask and like collective liberation actually isn't really it shouldn't be that big an ask and and also, yeah, and, like, collective liberation shouldn't just be measured by, you know, the trauma and the violence that yeah. um, is is in place right now. But it, mm-hmm. it can spring from just, like, from joy, from from our collective, like, imagination, um, from your from your rest. Um, and, yeah, so I hope that, I guess, like, our, you know, this podcast and this episode kind of like shows the nuances around mm. how how is really i think how the rage and like all of all of the different emotions that like are coming up are super valid and yet mm. like and even though 
I'm going to sound more hopeful than I actually feel right now. Mm-hmm. But like, give it to de- me. I need it. Yeah. Def- like defeatist, like being defeatist and being hopeless. I know for me as like a person with a lot of privilege and seeing fellow white women being the dickheads that we almost <laughs> expected them to be, but mm. like offering, offering like me, like offering hopelessness is not going to help anyone. Mm. Um, so like maybe this is like the call of action to fellow white women and fellow mm. people and like white male and everyone with privileges in different ways of like we need we still need to show up and mm. we need to show up like more than ever before mm. and like yeah I guess and the reason why I think we keep saying more than ever before always and consistently is because it's it's true <laughs> it is, like yeah. like we can't we can never like we can never stop fighting for this like mm-hmm. stuff like we have to keep going and keep pressing for more like i think the reason i got really upset like i don't know the last few days and just generally in life mm-hmm. is like i just realized that we're not asking for much and it's exactly. exhausting that we're being told that like that's too much or i get told by people that they're too tired to do it or whatever people who have mm-hmm. a lot of privilege and it's like actually i'm just asking for you to help me be seen as human be seen as yeah. fully human that's all i'm asking for yeah like i'm uh, and that this is me saying that like and i recognize that i am seen as more human than some other people because of some mm. parts of my identity but there are parts of my identity to which dehumanizes me to some people and all i'm asking for is to be seen as human like mm. it's just not even a big ask <laughs> and that's what all that like most people are asking for they're just asking yeah. for dignity mm-hmm. like that they're, they're not like aoc always like says this in um knock down the house which if people want something to watch like it's a really great documentary but she says like like everyday americans they they aren't asking for much they're asking to get by like Mm. that's all people are asking for and yet we live in a world where a small percentage of people have so much power have so much like wealth have so much privilege Mm -hmm. and that they will hold on to that with everything they've got at the expense of other people and that is not okay and that is like harmful and that is violence against people Mm. and we must stand up against that like we must and it shouldn't be just the job of a few people i don't want to hear no more anyone saying i'm so grateful for your work if you aren't doing the work too yeah i'm done like i'm not done with work i mean i'm done with hearing that shit like we need you anyone who's listening to this we need you to Mm. stand up we need you to start fighting more because the more people that we have behind us the more people we have organizing the less work it is for everyone else like Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be a few burnt out people's job to achieve or to pursue a collective liberation for all of us that's ridiculous i guess it's like no matter how this i wrote this down the other day um from kelechi okafor which um really stuck with me and she shared like no matter how bleak it looks please please Mm. please do not close off your heart because Mm -hmm. change is here and I think, yeah, we need to we need to be con- continuously like stepping closer to our shared humanity and mm. seeing where we intersect there and how how change is here if we show up for it. Mm. And it's in our hand. Yeah, but like that requires, have, you know, yeah. it requires a revolution of mm. systems, of hearts, of minds, mm-hmm. of our relationships, of everything. And mm. I hope we are re- like we must be ready for that. Mm, and you must be willing and it must be the time that we all radicalize in ways that are pursuing justice like if this is not the time then 
I have nothing to say like to that, to that you know mm. I, yeah So thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, we hope that in some way this was helpful. We hope that um, maybe if you're feeling angry or disheartened or heartbroken or like you've lost a bit of yourself, that's kind of how I, these are my feelings. Um, even if you expected it, which I did, um, <laughs> then I hope that like at least maybe you feel seen by this. Mm. And if you were looking for something to do, something to feel, I hope that this has been a rallying cry that you needed. Um and feel free to share this episode with anyone in your life who you think needs to hear this um, or you think needs to feel heard or seen. Um, and yeah, we're just like, we're grateful that you listen. We thank the, our patrons for supporting our work and allowing us mm. to be as candid as we want to be about all the things we want to say and as honest as we want to be um, because that's important. Um, and yeah, we thank you for supporting us so much. Yeah, and we hope, I know we've been a bit all over the place today, but that <laughs> is exactly what the world is at. So, mm. you know, uh, just an honest reflection of where we are at as well. Um, mm. Your hosts have been uh, Josephine Becker at Chasing Peace on Instagram. Michaela Loach, um, just Michaela Loach on Instagram. And you can follow the Yikes podcast at the Yikes podcast on Instagram. Thank you so much to Finley Mowit for um, doing all the sound magic and editing for this episode, like, you're a G. Thank you so much. Um, and yeah, we hope to have you back here soon for another episode. Um, stay safe. Mm. Look after yourselves. Look after your communities. Support each other. Yeah. Like check up on each other. Yeah, we want you to be here for like the fight that is to come. Um, it's a long road ahead. So it's a long road ahead. Yeah. Keep going.